0: Is it important to have power? Has it been given to us? How much? All power. power Over all the enemy. Is there an enemy? It's wanting to take your power away. Diminish your power. So praise God. I'm glad I read the book. How about you? I know who the power source is. And I know how to plug in. Connect, right? Connect to the power source. Our foundation scripture is James 5 verse 16 in the amplified version. It says this. Confess to one another therefore your faults, your sins, your slips your false steps, your offenses your sins and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. Here it is part B of this. The effectual, the earnest, heartfelt, continued, everybody say continued. continued. Prayer of a righteous man or woman makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Wow. <clears throat> That's good, isn't it? The effectual, fervent, earnest, heartfelt, sincere, prayer of someone that believes in God, a righteous man or woman, look out devil, amen? Hallelujah. I hope that uh, as we're going through here, you know, some people tend to use prayer as a last resort, <laughs> right? It's kind of like the spare tire on your car. <laughs> it's, uh, it's back there in case of emergency, right? But how many you know it's important? I believe that God is through this series, as I said last week, raising up. Prayer warriors, and we're going to need it as we go through these end times. We're going to need prayer warriors that know how to pray effectively and touch the throne room of God. Not just a little now I lay me down to sleep type prayer, but, a, but an effectual, fervent, continued prayer is going to change situations in this world and in our families and in our homes and businesses. I believe that, don't you? Amen. So we've been talking about, I'm going to give you about a three-minute review here this morning. The first one was agreement, the prayer of agreement. That's when two or more are standing together in agreement. I have someone that prays with me in the prayer of agreement. And here, (laughs) I'm messing with you today. Even the dog at my house knows how to pray, okay? <laughs> we get in agreement, amen? Praise God on our face before God. How many of you, how many of you have taught your dog to pray? <laughs> amen, praise God. I know some people even, I saw I Think one on Facebook where they were laying on their back with their paws <laughs> together even learning how to, to pray. I'm messing with you today, but we, it's very important who we choose to get in agreement with us, amen, for something. Praise God. Number two, binding and loosing. Remember that one? We bind up, we forbid things that are the enemy is happening that is causing to happen in our lives and situations. We bind him up and render him helpless, and then we loose. That's what we permit or allow by an indisputable authority. We allow the Holy Spirit to move freely. Number three, fasting. And some of us have done been doing some of that these last few weeks. We uh, just completed uh, Yom Kippur, uh, October 4th and 5th. I know we talked about that when we kicked off uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah here a couple weeks ago. So just a time of fasting, abstaining from food and other things. Why? Not to diet, right? To spend time with God and to to, to let him know that something that... How many like eating? (laughs) Yeah. We let him know. We fast that meal. We fast that day. We fast those three days. Whatever it is, we fast and spend time with him. So, And then number four. Last week, the prayer of faith is another type of prayer. It's important to pray in faith, isn't it? Very important. Jesus was teaching his disciples. Remember the two accounts last week. He taught them to pray in faith. In fact, he got mad at them because they weren't, right? two different situ- situations that he thought they were capable of handling in Matthew chapter 5, I believe it was, and Matthew uh, 7. There was two, and, and they didn't handle it. And so he told them, you know, hey, lacking in faith here, what's, what's up? You know, you perverse and something else, generation, you know, foolish generation, something like that. He was upset with them that they were not praying the prayer of faith. So it's very important, I believe, that we hold fast... Hold fast the profession of our faith as we pray. Amen. Amen? Believing God, seeing God able. And then intercession. That's when we're pleading for somebody else, isn't it? We're interceding. He's actually in the throne room of God right now in the right hand of the Father. Jesus is interceding for us, isn't he? Hallelujah. So intercession. A lot of you have some intercessors here that are really changing uh, some life situations. I believe it. I got four amens. I said, I believe it. Amen. The power of your prayer changing life situation. Then number six was the name of, you, of Jesus. Using the power and the authority that is in that name. The name of Jesus. Right at the end of that, we talked about there's no other name given under heaven whereby men might be saved other than the name of Jesus. That's a powerful name. There's no name greater than the name of Jesus, so when you say it, remember that, Amen. There is no greater name. So today we're going to jump off into praise. That's a type of prayer, isn't it? Psalms is you know filled with it's kind of a book of of songs and prayers uh, to God. A lot of lot of different chapters there, written by David and the sons of Kerech and just uh, or Kor, I believe it is. Anyway, a lot of different. Uh, Psalms there that, that talk a lot about praise and prayer. There's a, there's a lot of different uh, definitions for praise. The one that I really like is giving God the recognition that he deserves. Giving God the recognition that he deserves. David was a praising man, wasn't he? Anybody ever heard the song, and I'm, I'm thinking about rewriting it, some of my generation, some of y'all will remember this. Lord, I was born a rambling man. Anybody remember that? I'm going to change that into Lord, I was born a praising man, living for Jesus and doing the best I can. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn that. How, how many would like that? We, we, I'll get it finished up, and we'll we'll do that someday, right? <laughs> Lord, I just always love the. And Terry, you're going to have to learn that lead lick on that thing, man. That thing goes. On and on for about five minutes, man. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, praise God. I was born a praising man. God loves praise, doesn't he? He inhabits the praises of his people. That means he longs for it. He likes it. Praise God. It's a gift that we give to God. It's an offering. It's an offering. Not money, okay? It's an offering from the very depths of our heart. Lord, I praise you for who... You are for all your great characteristics, just for all the attributes. You know, we can go down the line for your love and your faithfulness and your gentleness with me and your kindness. I praise you, God. I worship you in the beauty of your holiness. Holy God, mighty God. That's describing who God is. Amen. We're going to find out today, praise is different than thanksgiving. All right, we'll get to that in a little bit but today right, right now we're on praise it's a sacrifice from our heart sharing our love and our appreciation for him Hebrews 13 15 says this through him therefore let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise do I always feel like praising him? not always no I can be grumpy sometimes. Anybody else ever get grumpy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was thinking of a joke here about grouchy, but I can't remember it, so we'll pass on that one. We'll just keep trucking here. Something about uh, in the morning you're grouchy, something along those lines. And he's he said, "No, I, I wake up. <laughs> I, I can't remember." <laughs> Stop. Cut. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on here. Hallelujah. It's an act. <laughs> of our will. I'll tell it to you after church. Okay. It's an and we're moving on. I'm pray you know I'm praying to God. I'm praising God and God is listening, isn't he? He is listening. My prayers have a say in the outcome of things. Amen. My prayers and my praise, he loves to hear that. It's an act of our will. It keeps us conscious of our spirit smallness and his greatness selah selah what does that mean think on that amen think about that i'm gonna say it again it keeps us conscious of our smallness and his greatness so many times we try to figure things out for ourselves when god's wanting to help us why not get god involved in the matter amen Psalms chapter 33, 1, for some scriptures here, says this. All you that are righteous, shout for joy for what the Lord has done. Praise him, all you that obey him. Psalms 50, verse 23 in the Amplified says, He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me, and he who orders his way aright, who prepares the way, that I may show him, to him I will demonstrate the salvation of God. He who brings that praise. Amen. And one more here. Psalm 71, 14 says, But I will hope continually, and I'll yet praise you more and more. How many praising Him more and more? Woo! Hallelujah. Man, the blessing that comes with Praise. I, I put this on Facebook the other day. I believe the occupation of heaven is praise. You, you look in, you know, you read about it. and You see, as we look into the portals of glory, uh, in fact, Revelation 5, verse number 8 says this, And when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Think about this. In the throne room of God, it's going on. Each one had a harp. And they held gold bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Did you catch that? Man, isn't that powerful? And, when he, and they sang a new song with these words. You are worthy to take the scroll and to break its seals and open it. For you were slaughtered and your blood has ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God. Say, that's me. Hallelujah. That's me. And they will reign on the earth. Then I looked again and I heard the voices of thousands and millions. Everybody say millions. Millions of angels around the throne and of the living beings and the elders. And they sang in a mighty chorus, worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea. They sang blessing and honor and glory and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. His praise important, church. Amen. It's going on 24-7, I believe, in the throne room of God. Giving praise and honor and glory to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. What a sight. Can you picture what all that description was there? The 24 elders, the living creatures, the millions of angels. And one day I plan on being in that throng as well. Hallelujah. What a glorious future awaits the child of God. Praise God. I think last year I preached a sermon around Thanksgiving, probably around this time of year, on praise. And might have even been a couple, two or three, might have been a series. I can't remember, but we talked about the seven, the seven different kinds of praise. Anybody remember that, the old Hebrew words? Uh, here they are, todah a sacrifice of praise yada that's with hands raised barak that's with a quiet voice halal that's rejoicing zamar that's what these musicians just did with an instrument Tequila. i know y'all remember that right because i said something about tequila <laughs> all right Tequila. Tequila. that's That's the high praise, amen, to God. And then lastly, Shabbok. That's victoriously and loudly. So that's different types of praise that we can offer up to God anytime we want to, right? Praise God. So, number seven, praise. Number eight, petition. Anybody ever petitioned God? Hallelujah. John talks about it. And we'll get to that scripture in just a minute, but I want to get the definition. It's a formal request for something from an entity that has the power to grant it. A formal request. In the Old Hebrew, it's shi'elah, sh- 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 she <laughs> Sheila turned around. What? <laughs> okay, you didn't know this, did you? Hallelujah. <laughs> shi'elah, and that means a request. To make a request. So it's a formal request for something from a, a, a great entity. So let's look at the scripture. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. This was my mom's favorite scripture right here. Pam, Pam may remember that. She's probably quoted it to her before. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us and if we know that he hears us, is that important? How many believe God hears you? That's the first step, isn't it? when we're not just throwing out words are we? I believe God hears me when I pray. so he says, if we believe that he hears us whatsoever we ask, we know say that boy I remember her drilling this into me. we know that we what have the petitions that we've desired of him. How many's ever had one of your petitions granted? Yes. Woo, me too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's granted a lot of them in my life. I've made the request. Again, petition means request. I've made the request to God, and God has granted my request. It's the confidence. In other words, it's boldness. It's the boldness to walk right into the throne room of God and watch God move and work in your situation. Praise God. And again, he does clarify according to his will. Amen? We mentioned last week we don't just go around, uh, you know, blabbing it and grabbing it, right? We uh, we, we pray in the will of God. Hebrews 4, 16 says this, Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly Draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help, and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Woo! Hallelujah. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Anybody remember that song? Yeah, he's an on time God. Yes, he is. He may not come when you want him to, but he'll be there right on time. Yeah, I'm not got the melody right, but anyway, you get the picture, right? How many's ever been left hanging out here waiting on God? Amen. Amen. Right when you thought, I'm not going to be able to pay the rent this month, lo and behold, something happened, didn't it? God came through with your petition. Praise the Lord. And it starts with us believing that he hears us. As I just said, Lord, I know, I, I say this sometimes, Lord, I know you hear me when I'm praying right now. You are listening in the throne room of God. Hallelujah. So, again, I mentioned it a while ago, but our prayers are very important. They do have a say in the outcome. And, and so watch what you've, Watch what you pray. Right? Pray faith filled words. And I want to say this today, and I hope I want everyone's attention on this next statement. Something the Lord showed me. The enemy wants us to believe our Father is behind everything that happens or doesn't happen in our prayer lives. If God doesn't come through, He's quick, is He not? To try to cause you. Some doubt or fear, unbelief in your life. He wants us to believe our fathers behind everything that happens or doesn't happen in our prayer lives. Could it be possible that maybe I didn't pray the way I should have about the situation? Could I have a part in it? God's going to do his part according to 1 John 5, 14. He said he would. He hears us and he will grant that petition but we had better be careful had we not how we pray and we better keep expecting and not allow the enemy amen to throw that little diversion to us though that little diversion of us blame well that it didn't come through this time you know blah, blah blah and then we go around and tell somebody i've been praying but nothing happened blah 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 maybe 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 just maybe god's still doing his part and you're not doing your part by bathing it in prayer, everybody get that, hallelujah God has given you dominion and authority, use it amen, Amen. use it praise God, I must rely totally on what God has said not my five senses huh, anybody what is it, touch, taste, feel, hear something else what was the last one, smell that's right, okay All right. Smell. I can't. (laughs) I must not rely on my five senses. I'll get in trouble every time. It'll try to zap my faith and rob me. Amen. So I must rely totally on God. We acknowledge and believe totally the validity of God's promises. God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Period. End of story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stanley Jones says this, and I like this illustration here. If I throw out a boat hook from the boat and I catch hold of the shore and I pull, do I pull the shore to me or do I pull myself to the shore? Think about that for a minute. Prayer is not pulling God to my will, but the aligning of my will... To the will of God. Ooh. Everybody go, ooh. That's a word, isn't it? Praise God. Think about that. We sometimes, you know, G- Jesus was a master at saying, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. So many times we're praying and trying to get God's will to align with our will, and we've got the cart flipped around, don't we? Anybody getting anything out of this today? Man. That was worth combing your hair and jumping in your car to come to church for, wasn't it? Right there. Hallelujah. Say, that's good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Keep in mind, in the midst of all of this, because uh, there may be a time when, again, it wasn't God's will in a matter in our life that we've prayed about, all right? So it's very important that we understand that it is a request. It's a request. That's what a petition is, is a request. It may or may not be answered the way I think it should. All right? So everybody got that? That's a disclaimer there, okay? Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, moving on here. Let's jump to supplication. Anybody ever prayed a prayer of supplication? Very similar to petition. In fact, it means basically the same word, deus, a petition or request. It's found 60 times in your Bible. The one I'm going to use today is Philippians 4, verse 6. But it's a more humble, humble petition, like kneeling down. That Hebrew word, deis, means that, kind of kneel down before God. So it's, it's more of a, a humble petition before God. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Did we get verse 7? Okay, all right. Uh, I bet I can find it. Philippians 4, 7. It won't take me but a minute here. That's after Ephesians, isn't it? Here we go. And I knew it was something about peace. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So there's there's the prayer of supplication. We bend down to God and we cry out to him with our petitions in a humble reverence, attitude, and state of mind. You know, Matthew 7, 7, and 8 talks about asking and knocking and seeking. We've got it. Ask and it shall be given. You seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. One version, I think the Amplified, says ask and keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking and seek and keep on seeking. For everyone that asks receives and he that seeks finds. And to him that knocks it shall be opened. That's in red letter, isn't it? In your Bible, a sermon on the mount. Ask, knock, seek, and watch God work in your life. Hallelujah. I'm hurrying here today. Number 10, the prayer of thanksgiving. We're entering that season, aren't we? I mentioned a while ago that it's different than, than praise. In a praise, we're admiring God for all of his virtues, all of his attributes, his characteristics, who God is. The focus is, is on who. He is. In thanksgiving, we're expressing gratitude to God for all the things he's done for us. Has God done anything for you? Do you offer up a prayer of thanksgiving? Thank you, Lord, that I was able to pay my bills again the first of the month. Amen. Thank you, God, that I've got shoes on my feet, that I've got a roof over my head, and you can just go down through there. I told, I told you all not too long ago, I thank Him for my bacon just about every morning and my egg, amen, praise God, hallelujah, amen, Just it's, it's, he, he loves to hear you being appreciative and thankful and expressing your gratitude, so it, the focus here is on what he's done for you, in praise, the focus is on who he is, but in thanksgiving, it's on what he's already done, God's already done so much for me, I could write a book, and I am writing one actually, hallelujah. Praise God. He has been so faithful to me in my 50 years now of serving him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 5.20 says this. At all times and for everything. Does that cover it? Giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. Giving thanks at all times for everything. Well, preacher, if you only knew what I'm going through right now, it's tough to give thanksgiving. I understand that. I've heard that from people before several times in in ministry. Why is this happening? Why didn't God do this? Why hasn't God done that? I want to say this today, and I wrote it down. You don't have to thank him for the problem, but thank him for the strength he's building Inside of you. Through the problem. Amen. Thank him for the strength. Because in our strength we're not too much are we? I'm weak. But when I rely on his strength. Amen. Look out. Amen. Woo. Look out what God can do. His strength is perfect. When my strength is gone. Amen. He carries me when I can't carry on hallelujah yes hallelujah he carries me praise God I can have you ever felt that just know that you were in a situation and you knew that you know when other people were being crushed and just cast down and depressed or whatever God was raising you up and bringing you through that situation man you could just anybody ever had him so close you just I call it doodads. (laughs) You get them on the back of your neck. You just like in the cab of the pickup or wherever. Just feel his presence so strong. Hallelujah. You know, Paul lived a life of thanksgiving. Did he not? Both texts or scriptures that we've used today, the one in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, and the one here in Ephesians just now, were written by Paul. And at times when he was... In prison, in very uh, tough hardships. Would we agree? Uh, prison today is a is a pancake walk <laughs> compared to what it was in his day. We, we read it in Acts 16 where he's in stocks. He's naked. It's cold. It's wet. It's damp. it's All this is going on. But what's happening to him and Silas? Having a praise meeting, aren't they? Woo! Giving God. And, and it just, it's so important. The, the jailer, you know, he can't believe what's going on. Most guys are, you know, Fearful and and sure not praising God. So it's very important. Amen. Here he is, you know, in, in, in 2 Corinthians 11. Here's some of his hardships. He was beaten with 39 stripes five times. Three times he was stoned. Rocks thrown down on him down in a pit. Shipwrecked three times. He said rivers and bandits I've gone without sleep. I've gone hungry. I've gone thirsty. I've gone cold, naked. And then this last one here, plus I had to take care of the churches. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a lot of pressure, too. He said, I had a lot. I've been through a lot of things in my life, baby. Amen. 39. Boy, think about that. Beaten. You know, all of these things. Yet, again, in the book of Philippians. It's called. It's his book of thanksgiving and praise, isn't it? I rejoice. He uses the rejoice word, I think, seven, eight times in that in that book alone. You know, we can all look back and see some bad times in our life when people did us wrong, right? People did us wrong. They they, and some of them were brothers and sisters. In Christ, It wasn't just someone outside these walls here. They've done us wrong. There, there were events in our lives that were unfair. I choose to live a life of thanksgiving. I choose to be thankful and grateful for what God has done in my life. And the friends and the many, many. You know, in life you can look back and see all the bad that's happened and the negative. Or you can look back and, and see God's handiwork through it all. I'm old enough now where I can look back and see in those times when I was uh, going through some hardships, going through some trials. It was God growing me up. It was God getting me ready for something else. And I was so lost in myself and my own occupation that that uh, I, I couldn't see it at that moment. And there was a season where I did blame God for a, short, for a short season in my life. But I'm, I'm thankful that I finally come to my senses. <laughs> Amen. I got this peanut brain kicked back in. Amen. Got the ship turned around. Praise God. And begin to love him and thank him and praise him for what I did have. Not complain about what I didn't have. Amen. So don't get stuck on the negative events in your life. And the things that didn't turn out the way you thought they should. Are you with me today? Focus on the good things. You know. Worry makes you focus on wrong things. Does it not? It it moves your mind from the peace of God, which passes all understanding, into a a state of frenzy and a state of anxiousness and a a bad state that God doesn't want you to be in. Amen? So we're going to praise God. And, you know, it's not. I thank him in advance sometimes. You ever do that? Not only, you know, I mentioned a while ago that's looking back and thanking him for Things that he's already done. But, but, but because he's done so many things back here, I start thanking him in advance for here. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord, that there's going to be breakthrough in this person's life. Thank you, Lord God, that this, is, this church is going to be planted here in Yukon. On and on. Just thank him. And I praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Non-thankful mode is not good. <laughs> Thankful mode is best. Hallelujah. So... Get your thank-o-meter in the positive, okay? Not here, over here. Let's see. Not here, <laughs> over here. All right, I'll turn it around where you all can see it. It's the gas gauge, okay? All right, empty or full, right? Praise God. I want to keep my thank-o-meter bumping on the end of it, right? Praise God. I want us to stand together. I There's some more types of prayers We're going to land the, we're going to land the plane here, hallelujah. I've, in fact, asked the worship team to come back up today, and they're going to, we're just going to give God some praise and thanksgiving. I want you to do both today. Can you do that? Can you thank him for who he is? And then can you, I mean, can you praise him for who he is? Can you thank him for what he's done? And can you thank him for what he's about to do? Hallelujah. Lord, thank you. Thank you. You've been so good. So good to me. My family, Lord, this church, we just, at the end of this service, Lord, we've talked about these different prayers. God, there's petitions and there's supplications and all of these different prayers. Some ten now that we've gone through, Lord. But I know David was a man after God's own heart. And the reason that you loved him so much was he praised you and he thanked you so many times. As you look in the book of Psalms, that collection of all these songs and prayers Lord God, over and over and over again he would give you praise and thanksgiving. So Lord, at the end of this service today as we've talked about it and how important these type of prayers are in our life Lord, we just pause now and do it. We just pause now and express to you our highest praise and admiration and thanksgiving. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord, that you haven't treated me according to how I deserve to be treated. You've been fair more than fear I love you.
1: <laughs>
0: I love you. I praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For thou, O oh Lord, no other God but you,
2: pastor was preaching and talking about praise. There was a song, an older song, about the same age as this one, that popped into my head. I don't know if you know it, and I don't know the chords, but I'm going to sing it anyways. You guys can sing along with me if you know it. To him who sits on the throne and unto the To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb, be all blessing and glory and honor and power. To him who sits on the throne, hand unto the Lamb. To him who sits on the throne, hand unto the Lamb. Blessing and glory and honor and power forever. Be all blessing and glory and honor and power forever.
0: the Lord. Jackie, would you come this morning? We praise you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
3: If you want to know whose fault this is, it's Angie's. I went to to visit with her, I think it was Tuesday, and we talked a lot about church. We prayed a lot We just fellowshiped together and we talked about things that needed a change, a lift in our church. The Spirit was so good here, but we still needed more. And I pray on the footstool in my house. And I got up Thursday evening and sat down and prayed. And I don't know how long I prayed. It was just a few minutes, and I got up. I got stopped in my feet, and God said, I've listened to you. It's time for you to listen to me. Mm. (laughs) And sometimes if you don't quit talking, you can't (laughs) hear. (laughs) So I shut up, and I sat back down. And he told me, he said, you want to talk about what's wrong in the church? Some of it's you. He said, you have a gift, and you're not giving it, and you're not using it. And he said, you know what you're supposed to be doing, and he's telling me everything I already know about myself. I I can tell you, I don't hear voices singing a lot of time in here, and for years I have been one of these people that doesn't sing because I know I can't carry a tune. But... I got sick a few months ago, and I walk around my house a lot of times singing, but I didn't have a voice anymore. There was not enough air to get the voice out, and I think about that all the time. If you don't lift up your voice to God and praise him, he'll take it away from you because that's exactly what he's trying to make the point to me of is I have told you, and I've told you, and I've told you that you have something to say. And I just don't. I told you the day that I cried out that it embarrassed me, and it does. I have stood up in front of doctors for the last 20 years and taught them how to do wound care. But I know what I'm doing in wound care. I know exactly what I'm doing. But when it comes here, I'm not sure. And I should be because I know God's voice when I hear it. But when we come in here, and when you're new, when I first came in, I told you I was driving down the road to go to another church, and my car just turned in here. (laughs) And I thought, when I pulled up there and parked, I thought, well, I guess this is where I'll go. I had no idea, because I'd been going to PCG for a while. And I came in that day, and I listened and I listened and there were things that I can't sing this kind of music I don't know this kind of music I know old time gospel that's what I know but most of you out there my age that's what you do know but it bothered me because I thought I can't sing and I can't praise well again if you shut up you can, you can hear God's voice and you can praise him anywhere you are Amen. but our church When you walk into it here, there is such a spirit that is so strong that unless you're truly stubborn with God, you will feel it. And I feel it. I just don't act on it. And when he spoke to me the other day, I'll stop for a minute and tell you, I was one of the blessed children I have the most absolute, wonderful father in the world. And he passed away a few years ago. But every day, I still hear that man tell me he loves me. I feel him come into my room and rub his beard against my cheek and tell me how much he loves me. So there was never a day in my life that I didn't know that I was loved. And sometimes I don't know how other people do, but feel like you're face to face with God and you can literally see him when you're praying and I feel that way with my father never in all my life did I ever speak back to my father and the other night I spoke back to God and said I can't and he just turned around and looked at me and he said what did you say (laughs) (laughs) it's like I just can't And his exact words were, whose child are you? Mm -hmm. And I just, okay, because that's exactly what my dad would have said to me. And I'm sorry, my mouth is getting really dry. But he said, I have a message for the church. And he said, I want them to hear it. And he said, there's a word. There's a word for us. And he said, this world has gone crazy. Mm-hmm. And he said, those that sit in the church and do not move and do not let the word of God move in them, he said, are the ones that are going to let this world die. And he said, you need to pray together. You need to bind together. He said, you need to learn to say to each other and to say what God has said to you. So today I want to ask everybody to just gather around however we can here and hold hands. And I promise you, if you really hold that person's hand, you're going to feel the oil and the anointing of God whenever you pray. So I'm going to ask everybody just to get in a circle. And we're going to pray for our church and pray for each other.
0: Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let's gather around. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going down okay. Praise the Lord. I'm down. Hallelujah. You, Lord. Praise God. the lord praise the lord hallelujah this is what the body's all about isn't it hallelujah ministering to one another hallelujah praise god we're yes we're wow just thankful for the freedom that we have here amen to minister one to another and uh just got something that i've got to share with you all i have I have not found the right and proper time here. I've known this for a couple of weeks now, but I think today is the day. And I want to share this with you all. Uh, you may be seated if you want to. It's not going to take too long, but I'll let you rest for a second. About 15 years ago, the Lord opened a door for us to move into this building here. Uh, we had been in a couple other places here around town, and we moved in this building with a Spanish church and for several years, and then about five years in, I think around 2012, they moved down to the bridge, but uh, when we moved in here, this building was only supposed to be available to us for one to two years, and yet in January, it's going to be 15 years that the Lord has allowed us to stay here, and uh, about you know six or seven years ago, when all of this new development started coming in over here to the north. I believe part of it is because we were here. Yes. Hallelujah. The favor of God began to manifest in this area right here, and that became the most popular uh, place in town. All, a lot of the new, newer uh, national uh, corporations and businesses have put their businesses right there. Well, this became prime property, and I remember calling the owner of this place and saying, you're... This property, this ten acres here, is just quadrupled in value for you, and rejoicing with him because he has been blessing us for all these, for all these years. Give God praise, Amen. <laughs> and uh, well, about uh, two weeks ago, I did get a call from him that there was someone interested in this property. So I wanted to tell all of you at once. I didn't want anyone saying, "Pastor said this or that." You hear it straight from the, from the horse's mouth today, okay? And so he told me who it was, and it is actually another church here in town, which is good. Pathway Church, all right? They're, they've been in a theater for several years now, and I had met with that pastor here a few months ago and kind of told him what we had going on here at our church. And he, anyway, he's contacted the owner, and uh, they came and looked at this Tuesday, and it looks like it's probably going to proceed for, forward. So uh, we. Uh, we don't, he, the owner actually gave me the first shot at it, but right now we don't have $2 million to, uh, that's how much this property is worth. It was bought for about 440000 so I did the math, and God did quadruple. <laughs> me, me being a realtor, he asked me what I thought it was with and I, worth, and I said, I, I think it's worth at least $2 million for this, for this area right here with 10 acres, so Anyway, I just wanted to make you aware of it. it it's a time of transition. Uh, but I, want you to tell, I want, also want to tell you this, this building is not House of Restoration. You are House of Restoration. Right there, you are the church. So we're not worried about it at all. And 17 years now, God has always had a place for us to meet. So I know he's got the right place at the right time. This could go down as soon as the end of the year. So I didn't want you, didn't want you to hear it from some member from their church. Did you hear that you know, we're going to be moving into House of Restorations building? So I, I wanted to be honest and upfront with you. And trying to find the right time has been tough. But uh, I think today with everything that's, that's happened here today, we need to be aware of it. So what I want us to do, we've talked about Thanksgiving. I want us to stand up one more time and give the Lord... A big Thanksgiving offering for the 15 years that he's given us here. Can we do that? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Hallelujah. Now thank him in advance for the next building we're going to get. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Moving on up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, and we praise you. Now I want us to thank the Lord for Jay Blau, the man who blessed us with this building for 15 years. Lord, thank you. Thank you for Jay Blau. Lord, thank you. I speak blessings and favor and increase upon him, his businesses, his developments, everything that his hand touches. Lord, I thank you, and I praise you. And now I want us to thank the Lord for Pathway Church and this building that they're going to get. Amen? Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. Woo! Praise you, Lord God. We bless Pathway. We bless them today. We thank you, Lord, that you're moving in their lives. You're using them, Lord, to spread the gospel just like House of Restoration. So, Lord, we praise you and we thank you. Everybody said Amen. amen. If you hear of a building, Are you here of whatever? Let me know, okay? Keep your eyes open and your ears. God bless you.